Welcome to Introverts Own Your Voice. I'm Tom Marku. And I'm Johanna McLeod. This episode is what to do when intuition goes wrong. Now, this is something I learned from Guy Kawasaki. Now, he's famous for saying that he's one of the only people to survive working for Steve Jobs twice. <laughs> and he mentions that a number of people suggest that they use their intuition when they were hiring someone. Mm-hmm. And it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So when I was learning from him in, in a couple particular situations, and I was very grateful that he participated in my book, Be Heard and Be Trusted, mm-hmm. which in a little while is going to become its 20th anniversary edition. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, this is absolutely crucial because some people have an experience that they say, well, intuition didn't work for me. Mm. But was it intuition? Mm-hmm. How do you explain intuition going wrong for an introvert? Well, for an introvert in particular, I'm an introvert, Mm -hmm. and an introvert is rewarded by ourselves and also by other people for thinking things through. But we have more tools than just the brain. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to sense and get data. It's often said that intuition is data that hasn't risen to the conscious level. Mm -hmm. You know something. Mm -hmm. I will work with a client We feel and we sense and we know not just by thinking it through. We're going to talk about something that I'm bringing into a memorable space by saying, wow. That's the word. Mm -hmm. Each letter is going to stand for a method. And I'm sure you're going to wow us with it. Why, thank you. The idea, though, with saying wow is when something goes wrong, you go, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I I couldn't even imagine it going wrong like that. Mm -hmm. And so when... We find a situation like that, it's easy to say, well, you know, I was just going with my gut feeling. And so I picked that person, I hired them, Mm -hmm. and then it went to, everything went wrong. Uh So when things go wrong, was it intuition making things go wrong? And can you do something so that you can be safe? Mm -hmm. So W stands for work the red flags. So here's an opportunity for you to be able to use your intuition, but also use structures, patterns. I always say with my clients, words, strategy, rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So with job interviews, if you're the hiring manager, you need to work the red flags, which means you need to make space so that people can show you what's wrong, what's going to cause trouble for them to work with your organization. So red flags meaning... For example, some people are really fantastic at giving interviews, but when they show up at work, they just don't come through. Mm -hmm. So I will always interview at least three people who have worked with that person before and ask them, so tell me about a problem and what the person did about it. Mm -hmm. I want to know what they do when things go wrong because the truth is we're constantly solving problems. Mm -hmm. If we are doing business correctly, we are stretching, we are growing, we are going into new markets, we're doing things that will cause new problems. Mm -hmm. And some people who you don't want on your team won't go far enough. They see something wrong and they won't go and fix it. They won't bring it to your attention. Mm -hmm. Or if it goes wrong and they had something to do with it, they won't admit it and fix it. Mm -hmm. These kind of people you want far away from you. Far, far Far away. away. Yes, exactly. We're quoting a film. Shrek, I believe. Yes. We need to find the potential red flags. One of my favorite quotes comes from Maya Angelou. And she says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Mm -hmm. So in the interview, 
or even better if you're having a cup of coffee with the person after the interview mm -hmm. something a little more relaxed relaxed not formal mm -hmm. if they start to show that they are prejudiced or they have certain approaches that are toxic mm -hmm. believe them the first time could you name a few well sure if i'm talking with someone and they say that, well, I always work best under pressure. Then, you know what that translates into? Mm. They procrastinate. Oh. That translates to, what if they get sick? Mm -hmm. And they haven't finished their work, which means the other people who are waiting for that work are going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then the whole team's going to be in trouble. And then the company's oh. going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. You listen carefully to see where their prejudice is, prejudging mm -hmm. of situations. Now, everyone has some vulnerabilities. Everyone has certain beliefs that get in the way. You might call them limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. But the people that you want around you are people who want to learn, who want to explore, mm -hmm. that have a certain level of healthy humility. Mm. And the arrogant people might be covering up a very fearful, deep inside them, dangerous part mm -hmm. that can cause a lot of trouble. Nobody wants to be around arrogant people. I definitely don't. I hear you. Work the red flags, very important. Mm -hmm. That's W of wow. O is open to the helicopter or universe's viewpoint. Mm. So we feel that something went wrong. Like let's say you did hire the wrong person. Mm -hmm. If you learned the big lessons from it, then maybe the universe wanted you to learn those lessons on a lower scale before you participate later on as a board of directors person mm. who is choosing a CEO. Mm -hmm. So maybe choosing an administrative assistant and making a big mistake there was great experience for you on the universe's viewpoint level. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when we think we made a mistake, yes, it was a mistake, but ultimately it serves you because you learn the big lesson. Mm. And then when you're playing at a higher level, like I said, board of directors choosing a CEO, you can gather with the board of directors and say, you know, I've seen this before. Mm -hmm. This kind of hidden arrogance, this is a person who doesn't know how to create coalitions, doesn't know how to get people to be loyal and mm -hmm. how to support them so that they believe in the team and believe in the leader and that kind of stuff. I've seen this before. And so my gut feeling is that this is not a match for us. Mm -hmm. This is trouble. W, the second W of wow, Mm -hmm. is wonder how you can get stronger and smarter. We need both strong and smart. Mm -hmm. Some things you do everything right. I recall a time where I did everything right. I interviewed three clients, the particular vendor. So I asked that question about, tell me about something that went wrong mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And what I discovered was that these clients had a good time because they were actually afraid when they came to this particular vendor. Mm -hmm. They were so new to a particular industry that anything this vendor said, it was like, oh, you're the expert. Okay, I'll just go with it. <laughs> However, I was way further along in a particular industry with developing expertise and experience. Mm -hmm. So I needed somebody to watch my back. Mm -hmm. And then this vendor proved to be someone that didn't watch my back. Mm. So that situation had to end. Now I could say, oh, I think in that situation, my intuition didn't work. But I could be proud of myself for the first W. I did work the red flags. Mm -hmm. I did take time to go talk to people and see if I could see some red flags. Mm -hmm. Tom, how does an introvert specifically deal with your intuition going wrong? For an introvert or anybody, but particularly we already talked about introverts really rely on the rational mind. Mm -hmm. They rely on logic and thinking things through. 
You have to make space to be able to feel, not just think it through, but feel it through. When you're considering the landscape, mm -hmm. as you make this decision, you try to identify which voice am I hearing and how loud is it? Mm -hmm. Specifically, one voice can be loud and the other voice can be subtle. Mm. The voice of fear can be loud. Mm -hmm. Also, the voice of let's get it over with can be uh, loud too. Yeah, I've had that voice. It screams at me quite often. Well, I hear you, but that's the thing. A lot of people make hiring decisions too fast mm -hmm. because they have a hole in their team. Better to have the hole in the team than to fill it with garbage. Mm -hmm. You could pick other language if you like. <laughs> that garbage will fester and it will hurt the team. Uh -huh. If we have a hole in the team, we all can pitch in because we're a good team mm -hmm. and, and we can back each other up. But you get a bad person in, it's poison. So you have to make space to hear the voices. The voice of fear, though, can also slow you down and can make you make the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're afraid that you need somebody with really great credentials, but really what you need is someone with more experience. Mm -hmm. But the voice of fear says, how am I going to justify this to the board of directors? Mm -hmm. I'm going to have this double PhD candidate for this position. And over here, I have someone who came up from the bottom up through the ranks. Mm -hmm. How am I going to justify this? And the voice of fear might have you pick the safer candidate. Mm -hmm. And this works for business owners when they're just hiring contractors and vendors and things like that. Mm -hmm. But the point though is you go for the safer route but it's not ultimately safer. Mm. You need to also make space for the voice of intuition. So check out the difference between the voice of fear and the voice of intuition. The voice of fear says, hide, contract, be careful. Mm -hmm. Don't stretch. Don't risk looking bad to somebody else. The voice of intuition says, expand, experiment, mm -hmm. listen to data that hasn't quite risen up to the conscious level. How do you make room for that? One thing is it's a logistical thing. Mm -hmm. Plan enough time so that you have what I call think space. Mm -hmm. It's also feel space too, mm. so that you don't make the decision too quick. Recently, there was a so-called investigation into something. And supposedly this agency had one week to mm -hmm. do this investigation. Mm -hmm. Was that enough time? Many people say, no, it wasn't enough time. Mm -hmm. Many people say that there were 40 candidates to be interviewed. You're going to try to interview 40 people in one week? Mm -hmm. So the whole idea is if you don't make enough space logistically so that you can check things all out, mm -hmm. then you won't be W, work the red flags. Mm -hmm. You have to have enough time and space to let the red flags pop up so that you can notice them. What happens is, it's really interesting, you let somebody keep talking long enough they'll probably reveal something that's true, mm -hmm. even in the things that they don't say. Mm. And that also comes up when you interview people. It's not just what they say. Some of them are held back because of this very litigious society, mm -hmm. a lot of legal things going on. Mm -hmm. So they won't tell you, oh, that was a horrible person to be on our team. They can't say that. But you look for what they don't say. Mm -hmm. Do they say, oh, yes, I would be very excited to work with this person again. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, they really showed a team spirit, a team focus, because they did this and that and the other. They're very specific about how they actually helped and they stretched and they were really there to support people. Mm -hmm. But if you don't hear anything like this, it could be because it was the opposite. Oh. Let's go back over the three things. Work the red flags. Mm -hmm. Open to the helicopter or universe's viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And then W... The final W was wonder how you can get stronger, 
and smarter. Mm -hmm. If you are going to get smarter, you're going to have to notice what are your blind spots. Mm -hmm. For example, if a person in an interview comes across as very similar to the interviewer, research has shown that people tend to like those people who seem similar to them mm -hmm. because they're comfortable. But comfort is not what you want if you are a hard-charging, visionary CEO you need to have a bean counter, mm -hmm. financial person, focusing on saying, wait a minute, that sounds good, but let's make this work financially too. Mm -hmm. You need someone in that position who is not similar to you. Mm -hmm. Because I think of a really great team, and this works for anybody. Everybody needs a team in terms of having an attorney and an accountant and great doctors and great healthcare, all that stuff. You need teams in place before you have trouble. Mm -hmm. Because trouble's coming. Mm -hmm. But those people are going to be different and you want them to be different. You want them to be excellent in their areas of expertise. Mm -hmm. But there's an old phrase, a number of people have said this, I'm not sure who said it first, but the idea is that A people hire A people, mm -hmm. B people hire C people. Mm. Meaning that if some part of your ego is so fragile, you're afraid of hiring somebody that will shine better than you, mm -hmm. then you got a problem. Mm -hmm. The really effective people, actually the A people hire A plus people mm. in those particular areas where they need to cover a gap or cover a blind spot. Mm -hmm. So this is really what we're looking for in terms of being aware of what to do when intuition goes wrong. Mm -hmm. First, did intuition go wrong? Take a look. Mm -hmm. Second, was this necessary in terms of your whole life story that you had to go through this trouble so that later on at a higher level you will have had this experience and you'll be more effective mm -hmm. and you'll be more effective by making space so that you can listen and discern is this the voice of fear the voice of intuition the voice of let's just get this thing over with mm -hmm. the voice of irritation the voice of impatience what is this and you need space and you also need to talk with people who don't agree with you Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is where intuition shows up again. So if you have a great idea, at least that's what you feel like, and you start to say it out loud to people, mm -hmm. you don't have to follow their advice, but you can feel what you feel on the inside when they disagree with it. Mm -hmm. Now, in directing a feature film and we're in the editing room, I like to have more than one person in the editing room. It's interesting when like, I have two people and they start to disagree with each other. Mm -hmm. Then I watch this and I don't tell them my point of view yet because I want to see... Because they probably are both right. But well, I was just thinking you wanted entertainment and you were eating popcorn on the side. Not really. <laughs> but that's amusing. I know the, the detail that I'm getting at is that I want to see perspectives that are beyond my own. Mm -hmm. Because I'm trying to make something, a film, a book, a speech. I'm trying to make something that's going to communicate to a whole number of people. Mm -hmm. And there are all kinds of people going to be in that audience. Mm -hmm. I'm not just making the project for an audience of one person, a clone of myself. To bring it all together, it's valuable. We have to be able to look at decisions as something that we don't just do in the rational brain, it's something that we do with the help of the proper use of intuition. Mm -hmm. So Joanna, I'm curious, what are you going to keep from this conversation? I think the thing that I found incredibly valuable for myself is really getting above the situation and pulling back to see the whole situation. Excellent. I'm with you on that. And that was the O, open to the helicopter like you got in the helicopter to look down mm -hmm. at the whole situation, including looking down at yourself. Mm -hmm. Not in a mean way, 
not looking down on yourself. No, I'm, <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that you, you're in a different perspective so that you can say, hey, look, there I am over there. Oh, look at my prejudices or look at my weaknesses or mm -hmm. my vulnerabilities. And let's not let that mess up this decision. And let's see what vulnerabilities or weaknesses or things are in that other person. And so you get up there in the helicopter, the universe's viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Joanna. Thank you, Tom. We'd like to share that we have an online class called The Introvert's Formula to Get Clients. The next class with some space still available is in January 2019. So if you want to pre-enroll, you can go to getthebigyes.com and click on the contact and send us a message. Once again, that's getthebigyes.com. We're glad that you heard this broadcast and we invite you to click to subscribe. And then you'll be supporting me and Joanna and our message. And so now remember, introverts can show their best self with strategy. I'm Johanna McLeod. I'm Tom Marcoux. Thank you. Be well. Bye.